0: Welcome to episode seven of the Remax Camros podcast. In this episode, Lucas Bannock and Tiff Dowker discuss rural properties. Hello, Tiff.
1: Good morning, Lucas. How are you? I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm wonderful. I get to do the podcast with you. This is episode seven of the Remax Camros podcast. Very excited, and I'm excited to talk about rural properties. So, Tiff, I think to start off, what what is what constitutes a rural property?
1: So a rural property or an acreage, so to speak, uh, is anything out of the city limits.
0: So a rural property can be really anything from more than an acre to 170 acres or more.
1: Yep, absolutely. Anything. It can be one acre, 10 acres. It can be a quarter section. Um, Really anything with uh, a larger quantity of land than you'd find within the city limits.
0: And with rural properties, I mean, when somebody's looking for a property, there are different boxes they wanna check, but with rural properties, it's a little different than looking for a property in a municipality.
1: Yeah, absolutely, there's plenty more things to look at um, as far as you know utilities, uh, you have to look at your water, your septic, um, any kind of services to the
0: land. Let's talk about services to the land because some acreages, if you're buying a bare land acreage, may not have power or gas to the property.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There might be some to the property line, but you have to take into the expenses of actually bringing that onto the property where you're going to build a house or put your septic in, that sort of thing.
0: And there are, of course, guidelines too for your septic and uh, whether you get a septic field or just a holding tank or both.
1: Yeah, so typically um, for tank and field or straight discharge, they want it over 10 acres now.
0: And of course with septic fields, it's not just about the uh, property itself, property size itself, it's sort of the lay of the land as it were. Because if you're on a slope, a, a large slope, you're probably not gonna get approval for a septic field.
1: No, especially if it's gonna be draining towards your home. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> nobody, nobody wants that. that. <laughs> uh, there's there's lots to look for on rural properties. Of course, it's very scenic, you know, you get some great views on a rural property, but you have to look into other things as well, uh, whether it is a drilled well or if you're running on a uh, cistern.
1: Yeah, for sure, and if you're buying um, a piece of land or an acreage, uh, whatever it might be, and per se there's already a well on there you're going to want to look um, at the flow rate and depth um, see if there's any defects if it's going to be um, enough for your family
0: yeah we always encourage of course that if you're buying a rural property or you're buying a municipal, pro- municipal property with a well on it that you get a well inspection they will of course go over your gallons per minute they will make sure that um, the well has been shocked properly when the last time it was shocked um, and they make sure that it works properly.
1: Another thing to consider, uh, when you're looking at the wells is the quality of water.
0: Yeah. We encourage, uh, anyone who's, who's looking at a rural property, if you've already put the offer in and we have the conditions set out that you get a water test done, it's about 60 bucks through DynaLife. And it just makes sure that your water is drinkable. Yep. They check the bacterial level. It's, it's, it's great to know. It's, it's very reassuring to have that test done.
1: Yeah, and same thing with the septic, you're going to want to get that inspection done. Um, It'll say whether it complies with provincial or municipal requirements and, you know, looks at the design and installation, make sure that's acceptable. Um, You're also going to find out the size and the age and if it has enough capacity for you or your family.
0: That's one of the big things too, especially when you're looking at an older rural property, the age of the septic.
1: Yes, Um, and you know what, if it's just a septic tank, you have to take into consideration um, the pumping out and how frequently.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you wanna make sure that you're not overflowing. And and a lot of the times now, you look at these older properties, they don't have an alarm and we encourage, and of course, any inspector will encourage that you get an alarm on your septic uh, just in case.
1: Yeah, that's very important. Um, so another thing we should touch on is other maintenance to the land. Uh, a lot of people, when buying an acreage, don't fully realize the extent <laughs> of the maintenance and work there is to do on a rural property.
0: That's It's not just cutting the lawn anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: absolutely not. No, there's snow removal, uh with road maintenance and access to your property. You want to make sure you have the equipment um, to really get that snow plowed in the winter. If you have help uh, to do so, um, per se, you work away. Um, Things you want to consider.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, it's easy to shovel a 20 by 20 foot driveway or it's not easy, but it's a lot easier doing that than a 200 foot driveway.
1: And easier to find help.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things that need to be considered when you're looking at a rural property. One of the big things, too, is I like to call it peace and quiet versus convenience. If you're on a rural property, it's a safe bet that you aren't going to be, you know, within three minutes of the grocery store. So maybe you're 20 minutes, 25 minutes out of town. Well, you have to kind of budget that, budget accordingly when you're going grocery shopping and things like that. Because if you run out of milk at 3 a.m. when you're trying to have a bowl of cereal while you're watching Colbert, it's not like you can run to the local shortstop or 7-Eleven. It's not five minutes away anymore.
1: No. um, So proximity to, uh, you know, grocery stores, um, even schools, if you have children, uh, where do they go to school and is there a bus route available
0: yeah those are things you definitely have to look at for um when you're a family you know what's the distance i know growing up we grew up on an acreage and our bus ride to school was about 45 minutes but the drop off was about 10 minutes after school because we were the first on and first off
1: oh lucky you i (laughs) (laughs) I was first on last off um so again with proximity you might want to consider uh garbage collection is there uh, a station nearby that you can take your garbage to, or you'll have to take into consideration another expense uh, where you can get uh, the dumpster put out there. I think it's about $25 a month.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it's after uh,
1: whatever the deposit is to actually bring it out there yeah, and, re- I, and rental. Of yeah, it. I
0: believe there is a, a holding fee and then a dumping fee that goes along with that. So, yes, yeah. Um, just some things to consider. I know some people who are on acreages, they have the dumpster they dump it once a month. They get it picked up once a month. Where I know other families, it's a once a week thing. So it just depends, again, on the size of your family, how much uh, garbage you're collecting over a short period of time.
1: Yeah, certainly. Another thing um, to look at, obviously, is you know, what's on the land. Is it treed? What kind of crops are growing? Uh, is there slopes in the land where you're going to get a little more deeper snow?
0: Do you have wetlands on the property? Is it fenced?
1: Uh, What kind of wildlife uh, might be in
0: there? I know um, a lot of people really enjoy watching the deer trudge through their yards in the uh, spring and and fall. Uh, That's great, but you just kinda wanna be aware of what's coming in and out of your yard as far as wildlife goes.
1: Yeah, um, people can often have issues with gophers. (laughs)
0: Mm Tiff, we live in a digital world too, and and that is one of the things, it's getting much better. I mean, 20 years ago, a lot of rural farms didn't have internet at all. And now it's so much easier with like MCS Connect and TELUS and various other ones who are offering satellite internet and various other ways to connect to the digital world but you gotta make sure that you're able to connect.
1: Yeah, and you know what, even uh, when you're going out to view the property, uh, look at those bars on your phone, see what the internet connectivity is like and the service. Um, it's very important to people nowadays, uh, even you know us as realtors. <laughs> Absolutely. I know I've shown <laughs> houses where I need to call the agent and I have no service, so <laughs> something to consider.
0: It's It's funny how that has become a priority um, in the last 10 years or so, but it is true. We are connected, uh, via the internet to everything. So making sure that you are connected or that you will be connected when you move on to a rural property is imperative, especially if you have kids who need to do their homework online or anything like that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Lucas. So, uh, one other thing I wanted to touch on is zoning.
0: Yeah. You want to make sure that when you're moving to a rural property, that if you're wanting to make improvements to the property that you can,
1: Yeah. um, Sometimes people automatically assume that they're getting agricultural zoning and that's not always the case.
0: No, you definitely want to check with your county uh, to make sure that if you're going to make improvements to land or if you're thinking about doing something to the land that it is within the zoning regulations.
1: Yes. And even if you're wanting to um, run a home business or have horses. You just want to make sure whatever you plan on doing out there, you're able to. It's permitted.
0: So Tiff, when you're taking clients to rural properties, what are the three big things, the three big markers that you're looking for?
1: Lucas, when I'm going to show rural properties, uh, I always like to ask my clients uh, first, the size of the land, what they're willing to take on for maintenance, uh, how far out of town they want to be. And of course, the three biggest things. Uh, is their power to the property? Is their gas to the property? Well and septic. Those are the biggest expenses they are possibly or potentially going to have to incur. So that's definitely the biggest things.
0: Great points, Tiff. It's, it is a big purchase. I mean, real estate, no matter if you're buying it, a rural property or an urban property, It is the biggest purchase you're likely to make in your life. And when it comes to rural properties, you just want to make sure that you're going in eyes wide open.
1: Yep, you want to look at everything.
0: If you'd like more information about rural properties or what to look for with a rural property, you can always call REMAX at 780-672-7474. Thanks so much for joining us today,
1: Tim. Thanks, Lucas.
0: Just know you're not alone Because I'm going to make this place yours